If I'm going to help raise my children to be competent adults, I've got to back up first and look at what my own parenting curriculum is for these children. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And really, Dr. Bob, a parenting curriculum, I mean, the word is a little scary already as parents. Don't we have enough to do that we have to put together a curriculum for our kids? Well, I do think we have enough to do. We just don't know what it is we're supposed to do. And so we'll do what's ever in front of us to do. And when people say, when we go in our neighborhood and we see there's that little sign-up sign for Optimus Soccer, or uh, whatever cheerleading, whatever it is, okay, that's what I need to do. I think we don't have a plan. If you walked into your child's school for the October or whatever, whenever they have school meetings about at the beginning of the year, and asked the school teacher, what are you doing? What's, the, what's your lesson plan this year for these kids? And, and the teacher said to you, I don't really have a lesson plan. Every day I walk up and down the halls and see what other people are doing, and then I have coffee with the teachers, and whatever they're doing, I'm doing a little this and a little that. And I'd say, so you have basically no academic goal for the end of the year. Nope, I just want to see what they're doing. You'd be horrified. How much more horrified we should be if we don't have a plan, if we don't have a parenting curriculum plan. If you don't like the word curriculum... We can use plan then? Yeah, plan. And if you don't like the word plan, I think plan's the wrong word. It's goal. What's the goal? Starts with the goal and then the curriculum or plan to get to the goal. Don't I have to back up? And I think I have to back up and look at what do I wish somebody had taught me before I left home? I wish before I left home, somebody had taught me how to handle money. I wish somebody had taught me how to manage my time. I don't know how to say no. I don't know how to manage time. I wish somebody had taught me basics on a calendar, but I wish, I wish in my life, handling money and handling time was huge in the life of my pagan dad. He made sure we learned that. And it's because, and somebody asked me the other day, man, I know what you make. It's basically on the website. How is it you have a home in North Carolina and a home down here? That's because I drive a car to 200,000 miles. Mm -hmm. I understand long-term goals for money and long-term goals for time management. And it was Wendell Hawley that uh, said to me, you know, Bob is the most average guy I've ever seen that's written 11 books. He actually introduced me at a banquet in Chicago with that. And it's because he understands time management. I don't write a book. I write a chapter and just three pages a day. Uh, And so then I feel, wow, I got three pages done today. But I was taught how to do that. No one teaches children how to do those things. But the thing I wish I'd have been taught and I would have put in the parenting curriculum is how to talk and how to talk without a goal for talking, how to talk for the sake of talking. And how I would talk to Rosemary to get a goal met. You know, maybe uh, we haven't had an intimate night in a while, so I'm talking now. Mm. Uh, and, and how to talk just to get to know her rather than to get something from her. And I wasn't taught how to talk. I was taught how to, how to win. And I wasn't taught how to disagree. I was taught how to win the conflict. That's the whole goal, win the conflict, rather than win the relationship by using the conflict. And so I, I think we're sending kids out the door to be inept and maintain adolescence the rest of their lives hmm. by it's all about me. And so we've got to back up as parents and have some goals here. So you're saying the first question is probably what do I think I need to have learned in my past and use that as somewhat of a guide to help my kids. You know, OK, I learned this really well. Or like you say, even how to carry on a conversation. That was a huge pet peeve of my parents, by the way. They would go to banquets and stuff and they would come back and say, we asked all the questions. Not once did anyone ask a question about us. And it was three hours long. And they were using it to teach us that if you want good conversation, ask questions. Ask questions, get feedback. Don't be the only one talking. Uh, but, there, you know, that was just one of the things 
it was one of their pet peeves. But that, like you say, managing money, managing time, trying to be responsible, thinking of your own consequences, and even knowing how to argue well. Oh, which siblings conflict conflict is a reality. Yep. it's not a bad thing. It's a warning light. You need to talk. I think a couple of things, and especially in the talking one. Just let me give a statement. And then where, where do you get this curriculum is what the question you asked. <laughs> right. Rosemary teaches a ladies Bible study, and she made a statement that we, we were up the other night in her Bible study from 6 to 10 talking. We were just on the porch talking. And one of the ladies couldn't take it. I mean, and this is taped and sent all over the world. But she burst in, and it had to be edited. You and Bob talked for four hours? How did you do that? <laughs> and it was interesting because uh, she came back and mentioned it. I got three friends texting me. Not the next day, but one the next day and two later on the week. You either got to do one or two things. You got to stop your wife from saying that. It's killing us. <laughs> or you got to tell somebody how you did that. And when they asked her, how did you do that? She said, we just chose to do it. That's not true what she said completely. She chose to teach me. And it was creative that she chose how, how to teach did she me do that? by saying, can we sit on the deck to talk by using some Norm Wright's book on communication and marriage 100 years ago. And we sat and we read a chapter and we talked. And I realized this is valuable. And then basically the other thing she did, she wore a nightgown. I'll sit out on the deck okay. with her forever when she's in. And There's I read the dictionary at that point. Yes. <laughs> um, but when I realized what God meant, why it's not good for man to live alone in Genesis chapter two, I'm going to send her a helper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the helper was somebody to help him come out so that they could be naked and not ashamed, emotionally naked. But you asked the question, okay, where do you get uh, what the curriculum for your children? I think it's one of three places. I think you get the curriculum for your children by deciding as a couple, if there's two parents in the home or a single parent, what are the things I wish I'd learned? That's one place. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think you get the curriculum by reading the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is very interesting where this father is talking to his son, mm-hmm. really, is that's what the book of Proverbs is. And he gives a curriculum. He tells his son, be careful of this, be careful of this, learn how to do this. I think the third place is we're in a wonderful time right now. As some people would say, it's harder to be a parent. It might be a little harder to be a parent, but at a time when it's a little harder to be a parent because the community, the tangible community around us is not helpful, the Airwaves Christian community and the Airwaves literary community is helpful. God has decided, okay, you can't walk down the street and talk to Miss Mabel here in Mayberry, who is the parenting expert, or Miss Ethel, who is the uh, whatever marriage expert or whatever, and do canning or quilting. I don't even know what those two things are. (laughs) Uh, we got a different time now. And you can get blogs, and you can read books, and you can listen to a multitude of radio broadcasts, Mm -hmm. uh, different kinds. Or you can just decide, okay, I'm doing some research on how to do this. So you can go to a lot of places, and but you've got to decide first, this is worth doing. Mm-hmm. If I made the statement, I could guarantee you would be a multimillionaire in three years if you decided to do this, this, and this, and do the homework. It's sad how many people would be motivated to do this, this, and this just for money. Mm-hmm. When actually God, when God thinks you're ready, he can do all the money thing anytime. Sure. Money, I have learned, being... I in the ministry for 38 years is absolutely astoundingly easy for God. I'm I've got a ministry that has offices uh, on a 60 acre, 45 million dollar campus here in South Florida that we didn't have a nickel to do. So I know God can do money. Right, Sheridan House Family Ministries. That's exactly right. And having the privilege of being there and watching God do the impossible at a place that doesn't have an offering on weekends, it just comes in. The, it's just bizarre. Wow. But I I think I've got to be motivated to decide the most important. Ministry. The most important responsibility I have before God is my marriage. The most important ministry I have and we have is the next generation. Mm -hmm. Passing the baton, not dropping the baton, and that the race is over. Passing the baton. And so I've got to decide to pass the baton on to these children 
And so deciding that I'm not going to let a pagan culture do that for me. I'm not going to let a busy, busy, busy culture do that for me. I'm going to first, first, first look at what does my child need to know before he leaves home in one of those venues. Yes, my child needs to know how to have relationships. Yes, my child needs to be family. Then we need to do relationship at home. We need to do family at home. Yes, my child needs uh, in that curriculum, not just that, but how to handle money, how to handle his social life, Mm -hmm. uh, how to walk out of a bad party. We've talked about that in weeks past, how to do time management. Then I've got to go to some manuals or some blogs or some radio broadcasts or something. How do I do these things? But first, you got to decide what you think these things are. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you decide, okay, these are the things I want to teach. These are the things I want to do. I want to do family. I want to role model marriage. I want a role model relationship in our home. Then all of a sudden, you look at your month at a glance calendar and you realize, when? Because we have been taught you can squeeze it in. Hey, man, I think I can squeeze you in. Right. You call, yeah, I, I know you need to see me. I think we'll you spend can, five minutes talking about peer pressure at school. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I, I think I can squeeze you into my schedule, uh, and uh, you can't. And here's what happens: when you squeeze more things into your schedule, what you don't see on there's another side. There's a back of your calendar that you never get to see. And whatever you squeezed in there pushed something out the back, and it fell on the floor. Yeah. And it's invisible, so you don't know it's there. And it's usually something to do with family time. Oh, it's absolutely what to do with family time. You rush through your kids and you give your marriage the garbage that nobody wants. Uh, This is garbage time. And and we had to learn early on when Rosemary wanted to talk at 11 o'clock at night uh, that I have nothing (laughs) at 11 o'clock at night. I am up uh, at my desk by 5 in the morning at my desk at home. That's so 11 me. is out no, of the question. And, and night people always marry morning people for some yes. reason in the mystery of God. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to give it time. We've got to have this discussion as spouses. What will we be sorry we didn't do? When you're dropping them off on a college campus driving away, what terrifies you the most? You've got the opportunity to back up now and think through it mm-hmm. and decide. The school does not manage my calendar just because they have so many after-school activities. The community civic organizations do not manage my calendar. I have a responsibility before God. Just as I have a responsibility before God on what I let my children eat, uh, I don't let them eat cake all day. What do you want, cake? What do you want, cake? What do you... I don't let them do that. Unfortunately, Cookies. Yeah, unfortunately, Sorry. some parents don't even know how to say no to that. Yeah. I've got to be wise, and just because my child says well, he, wants to, he or she wants to do it, just because the community says that's good, it's not good. It's short-term busyness. Mm. What would God have me do? Because in reality... The children are mine. They're on loan to me. He can take them back at any time. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to present them as these little talents back to him, and I can't hide those talents in the sand. They are these little gifts, these little talents that he gives to me. Stop and decide what's your parenting curriculum. You don't like that idea uh, or that word, then what's the goal? In school, it's to get you out of high school in a good enough shape where you can go off to a trade school or college. In parenting, it's to get you out the door so that God can use you. And we have no idea what God has for these little children. And career paths are changing so fast. The year 2000, there was a study that I can't remember exactly where it was that said Mm -hmm. 60% of that year's fourth graders would grow up to do a profession or occupation that did not yet exist. Wow. So we can't train them like we used to train them on the farm to have the farm. Mm -hmm. Uh, See, that's the problem. The system has picked up speed. It's more about principles now. Oh, yeah. Principles, initiative, people skills, and servanthood, Mm -hmm. serving God, serving God. And somehow, if I work hard at serving the people around me and work hard at staying pure, didn't Joseph get to be prime minister? 
Yes, because God knew the plans he has. Mm. And so deciding that, step back. What are your goals? Start now. Start heading towards those goals. I know one of the goals that will crush or enhance my child's life as an adult is to know how to do family. Mm. Then we've got to be family rather than transporter devices. Wow. We've got to back up and choose to do that. That's something we have to see. This is important. When is family night? You cannot squeeze it in the whole night. And that means, Bob, and this is what I had to learn to do, family night for us was, it varied, but most times it was Tuesday night um, because you and I were on the air in the old days, Thursday nights. Mm -hmm. And I had to say when my pastor called and says, we're having a meeting and we really, really need you at that meeting. And as a man, I heard the word really, really, wow, (laughs) really, Well, they really, really need me because I was around during creation and helped God with creation. Right. So they and really. My family's easy to, yeah, you know, yeah. push Kids, to the side. Listen, They'll they understand. really, really need me. Nobody needs me. God didn't need me. Nobody needs me as much as those little eyes that are watching me and the woman I've married. And if I rip us apart slowly rather than go through the process of becoming one flesh, I've got to say no. Pastor, I'm teaching Sunday school right now. I appreciate it. That's all I can do. I want to do that with excellence. That's all I can do. And when I said to my pastor, you got to choose Sunday school or deacons. Uh, and I think my gift is teaching Sunday school. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need me as a deacon. You got me behind you anyway, but I can't come to another meeting. I want to raise the next church. And my job has to be to back up and look at what we're doing. As parents, we've got to decide that the most important thing we will ever do is our legacy. And that means we have to pass the baton off to our legacy. You can leave a good legacy or a bad legacy. How many children we know come out of Christian homes never darken the door of a church again? Mm -hmm. Many, 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 because they were raised to be human doings rather than human beings, and they don't even know their parents. So you're saying put together a parenting curriculum, if it's even in your head, or even write it down, even sharing with your kids, right? Hey guys, these are the things I want you to learn. By the time you're 18, you're out of the house, this is the stuff I'm going to train you, and we're going to get there together, and uh, really put a lot of thought time into it, and that might mean having a silent drive to go to the grocery store and start thinking about, you know, dedicate time to it, or at night sitting with your spouse and saying, all right, let's just take a list out here. I know it's real technical, but we'll get through this and uh, and just do it together. It's a staff meeting, just like you said. You said it better than I did. I'm done. Staff meeting. Do it. Decide it. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. We'll continue this conversation tomorrow about performance-enhancing parenting. So I hope you join us for that. If you want more information about Dr. Barnes and the resources about this topic, they're available at the ministry of Sheridan House Family Ministries, and you can find that online at shfm.org. That's shfm.org. FM.org. To hear this broadcast again and sign up for the daily corresponding blog, you can go online to parentingtoday.org. That's parentingtoday.org. 